Hi, and welcome to BTR Introducing, or this could be Reintroducing Today. This is Michael Prime. Today I'm joined by Lewis Smith, and this is episode 16. Okay, Lewis, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good. I'm a bit cold coming back <laughs> to uh, England, English uh, weather. But, uh, yeah, it's all good. Um, yeah, I, I, you were the you were the first person we actually had in our BTR introducing series last year. Um, yes, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember. It was, we were a bit fresh around the edges on the on how the format was going to work then. So uh, I listened back to it just recently, and I was like, oh, you know, you kind of cringe at what you did, but <laughs> it, it was good anyway. And I think people got a lot of information out of it from about yourself. And, but one thing, I, so I contacted you again recently because. Um, you were two and zero last. Was it? I believe, yeah, it would have been last year. And yeah. you, you retired from the sport. Um, and I've recently heard that you were making a bit of a well, not a bit. You were making a comeback. You were back training. And so forth. let me give him a let me give him a call and see if we can find out kind of what's what kind of occurred. Um, so I mean, I'm going to just fly in with the questions. Obviously, we haven't got any profile questions to do today, so I'm just going to go straight in at the deep end. If that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ask what you want. Okay, so I mean, I suppose that the first kind of thing that really piqued my interest was uh, how comes you retired from from boxing? I mean, at two and zero, you you were looking positive. So what 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 happened? Yeah, it was. Do you know what? It was a bit of a it was a bit of a wild one because obviously we we like spoke before I obviously made my debut and and it was quite a long run up to things. I I had a few injuries and that I had to pull out of my first debut thing and that and. And then obviously I made my debut um, and had the fight in March, but both of them camps sort of, I went through sort of hard times through both and they just, just really got me sort of like down. Um, I lost my granddad two weeks before I boxed Josh Vaughan at Brentwood a year or so ago now. Yeah, sorry to hear that. Um, that's all right. No, um, but he was really, you know, a big influence in my life and obviously He'd been ill for a long time, but it was getting worse. So um, I just, I remember I was going through that through the camp, but, you know, two and a half weeks out or whatever. And it was, you know, I was I was shocked that I made the weight, you know, so close to it because I, was, I wasn't in good, like, you know, headspace now. I went through the fight because I wanted to, wanted to do it, but I just, I just, it was just mad with life, really. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that, you know, that I was just, I was just angry and I was just, I was only fighting at the time and going through that fight just because I was angry with everything. Um, and I had that fight and then we had the funeral and then it was just like, I don't, I don't want to do this no more. I went back into the gym. I was really buzzing to get back in the gym because the Josh Form fight was a bit of a breakthrough fight, if you will, for me, because mm. I didn't come from a massive amateur background and, um, you know, and he was a tough opponent and it was a, it was a, it was a good fight. It was a it was a hard fight, mentally and physically. You know, by my own doing, I made that sort of the way it was. But it was a hard fight, and it was you know I was buzzing to get back in training. I went back to training, and I just couldn't get myself up for the training anymore. And I just, I just totally just couldn't be bothered. If you if like I'm being totally honest, yeah. Um, I just couldn't didn't have that grit. You know, when you're doing your last few push ups and things like that, I just couldn't honestly just couldn't get through it and I was just like I just don't want to do it I didn't have that grit to get through it and I just 
I said to Al that we were going to go into six rounds in the eight in April, and I said I I I don't want to do this right now, and he said we'll take some time out and that, and then I just I just I was adamant that I was never that I was never going to box again. So it was a bit of a it was a bit of one of them things where you, I didn't know whether I was going to box again, but I, I told myself I wasn't going to. So yeah. um, so that's why in the end I just said oh, do you know what I don't want this no more. So I, I suddenly it off and. <laughs> Just, yeah, and just left it at that. So it was a bit of a, a bit of one of them situations where it's just a bit things got hard, and I just, I just didn't really want to be a part of it at that time. I suppose boxing is one of the only sports where you have to be honest with yourself in them situations because obviously if you're not, you can end up in quite bad situations yourself. Well, yeah, my other out, my other view on on it was that you know some people don't get to leave the sport on their own terms. Yeah. Um, some people leave the sport because, you know, their life or part of their life taken away from them, and that wasn't what I wanted to do. So at that time, that was that was the best decision and kind of a harder decision than to fight on. Actually, of course, sometimes it's a bit harder to make that decision than it is to fight through it and just sort of put yourself through that pain. So, so I mean, you. From what I checked, I think you're slated to fight again um, in March. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, we're looking at uh, Brentwood March the MTK show. So, um, okay, so I mean, at what point did you? You obviously just uh, sitting down and you just thought, I, I really want to do this again. Yeah, do, do you know what? Going through it, I mean, for months and months. I mean, it was you know I made the decision sort of end of March, early April. And then I just I went back to work and just carried on working and that. But you just like for that whole time I was adamant. People were like, "You you'll come back, you'll come back." And sponsors were like, "Oh, you're you're going to come back. We know you." Like you know. And I was I'm, I was adamant up until probably November of last year. And like, I'm adamant that I'm not coming back. And I didn't like the sport either. I sort of took a step away from it. Didn't really want to watch it and things like that. Okay. And then and then. Um, yeah, I couldn't really tell you what exactly hit me as such. Um, but as well, in the in the months where obviously I wasn't boxing, obviously at the same time you're sort of you're grieving over, I mean your losses that you know that had happened to me earlier in the year. Um, you know, and I think a big thing is that you know I'd finally come to terms with what had happened and sort of process the pain and sort of go over it to an extent I don't think you you ever get over these situations completely you just find better ways to sort of deal with this stuff um, but I just then something just clicked and I you know I was still going down and training every now and then and sort of having a spa with any of the boys that were boxing and that but um, I just didn't really I didn't really think anything of it and then just, just one day I said you know what? I, I, I still want to do it I think I watched um, Brian Rose because he's like come back and he's he's boxing again and that but he's yeah. he's in like he's later into his 30s and he's got a family and he's you know he, he still thinks he's got a lot to give to the sport and I thought I don't want to be that person who's you know getting to that sort of age just you know you've got a family and everything else and there's other things to prioritise in your life and you still want to come back so I think that it, it dawned on me that while I'm still young and can and can do this without you know, putting a family at risk as such, but um, that now's the time to do it. So, kind of no regret situation. Yeah, just 
yeah, don't want to, you know, I always imagine, you know, you've got this far, and why would you want to, you know, take them steps away from it when you've done, you've come so far, it just seems like a waste. Um, so yeah, it seems like a waste just to walk away from it and not ever give it another go. So, um, so like you've made your decision, you're kind of, I assume like you're either at work or you're at home, you think, right, I'm going to, I'm going to start this up again. Um, you start training for a bit and then do you just, it sounds like a stranger with me being kind of outside the sport. How do you like with sponsors and MTK and promotions and stuff like that? Do you just like give them a call and just say, I want to, want to get this started again or? Do you have to kind of... Yeah, so, well, well, my sponsors have always said, you know, when you come back, just let us, like, my, my, a couple of them have been with me like, for everything. They they said to me, oh, you know, like one of them had a bet with his, with his business partner that I'd come back to boxing, so I'd won him a bit of money. So he, he was, he, people always believed that I would come back. Um, so, yeah, I just texted them and said, listen, uh, you know, I'm, I'm back training. I'm thinking of coming back, and I knew it, that they'd already told me anyway. You know, if I wanted to come back, they'd they'd back me. So, um, so my two main sponsors were were literally, you know, over the moon that, it, that I was coming back. Um, and then obviously with well, with everything else, like you know, I always box on the MTK shows, even though I'm not actually with MTK as such. Um, but obviously the you know Malia, um, who's the promoter, always looked like has always looked after yeah like uh, like us boys that go on there from like Team Wilkie and that so um, yeah so uh, uh, so with that with him I was at we were at the um, the Southern Area Boxing Dinner and my um, you know we, uh, Alec was texting him texting Lee saying oh look these boys are like these are the boys I went on the show with and put my name in it. And sort of leave, but like, what? Lewis is making a comeback. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to make a comeback. I don't know whether he believed it at first. But, um, but yeah, so with that, obviously, they always look after us, even though we're not actually with them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just a matter of just letting them know. And, you know, and then obviously he knows now that I'm obviously back in the gym and training properly. But he, I don't think he quite believed it at first. <laughs> but with sponsors and that, they were all, you know, happy to to come back and back me so yeah very good situation to to, to start off with then what's we'll come back yeah lucky as well because some people aren't that lucky you know sponsors go and they find new people and and don't really look back but mine yeah. honestly you know back to me so very lucky um okay so slated as i said for for a march fight that will be i think it's just over a year between yeah, well, it'll be six days over a year. Yeah, since the last time I boxed. I'm not too. Um, I'm not too sure. Uh, we've asked a few people before, some people at all levels of the sport, about ring rust and how they feel it will affect them. And if they, I mean, some people don't think it's a genuine thing. Some people really feel that it's something you need to kind of, you know, you've got to get off your as soon as you get back in. Um, how do you feel about? such a long layoff and, and being back in, in competitive fights? I've always, you know what, I've always felt that having time away can can always make you better. I don't think, you know, with with, with regards to ring rust, um, is it a thing? I don't really know. Um, from my own personal, you know, I think there's always times where 
you feel high, like you haven't done this in a while. So you may be, I don't think it's ring rust. I think you're normally a bit wary. Okay. Like when you get back in the ring, you're sort of a bit, sort of going back into the unknown. Because, you know, every fight's the unknown. You don't know, even know what's going to happen. But I don't, I don't know whether I genuinely believe the ring rust as such. I think there's just, you know, you're going back into an environment you haven't been in in a while. And it might take you, you know, you might have the first round that you might think, well, I, you know, I'm not, you know, you, you feel your way back in. But I don't, I don't know whether I genuinely believe ring rust. I mean, at, at a higher, at the world level, possibly. Very possibly. Because you're in with people that are, you know, that good. But when you're, when you're just starting out, I don't know whether ring rust, you can really use that. <laughs> I don't know whether sometimes we use that as an excuse and it's things that lie beneath that. But yeah. I'm I'm not always a massive believer of ring rust, especially going back in, you know, back into a ring, which some people have done this for so many years. So to believe that ring rust is something, I don't know. It's never really, yeah, just to me, I've I've never really sort of seen that whole side, to be honest. But it could be. I'm, I'm just talking from personal, personally, from my point of view, I don't know where yeah. That's what I like. That I remember when we first spoke. One of the things you said to me was that you you were a straight talker, and you you really get the impression that you, you are. So I can ask a question like that. And some people, you know, you they kind of dress it up because they don't want to say anything that someone else might disagree with or anything like that. And I like that you've just said, for you personally, it's not, it might not even be a thing. Maybe when you get to the top level, yeah. But it, I think what was important there is when you said it. It's like some people say these things, almost just like because they've got other things going on. But it's just a, an easy thing to say that no one really kind of questions, I suppose, after that, once you said it. Yeah, it's just, I think it's one of them things you can sort of get away with saying. Do you know what I mean? You could go, yeah. oh, ring rust, and people go, do you know what? Actually, yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, and then they won't question you back after that. I like and then they don't really question it. And I think it's something that people, it can be easily said to get away with it. Like I said, at world level, it, well, it might well be because, you know, you come back to a fight that's world level after being out for so long of world level maybe maybe then it's a bit of ring rust to deal with someone that is that good but but at the level when you're building your way up I don't think you can use ring rust as an excuse when you've got someone that sometimes is just coming for a payday and not really there to fight yeah don't really believe that that you can say that but you know like I said that's from my personal experience but you know I, I do sometimes think that people don't want, really want to talk about, you know, maybe that, you know, they weren't, they didn't do what they should have done through camp or they, they you know, didn't conduct themselves in the right way. And that's probably why their performance lacked instead of, you know, that that's that's my personal point of view because, you know, it, you know, it happened to me at Brentwood last year. So I had a below par, below par performance with Josh Bourne, really, to the standards that I held myself to in the gym and, and sometimes you need to look at it and I can't stand there and go, oh, it's ring rust because that's like, I don't, you know, I know that's not true. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm quite, um, you know, I've been through enough and talk about enough of things that I've dealt with to, to believe that, you know, I should just be able to tell the truth and not bother just, you know, going, oh, it's ring rust and, and getting away with it. And, because then you hide behind things and it's, you know, you're not, you're not being true to yourself as well. So, 
but like I said, that's my point of view from my my side. But you know, other people might feel differently. But that is, you know, that's yeah, just that's just the world we're in, I suppose. Yeah, completely agree with it. Um, okay, so I mean, coming back, you're about two months out now, just less than two months. Um, are you feeling? Are you nervous about coming back? No, I'm not. But then again, I'm not. I'm not a massively nervous person. Okay. Um, I was pro, you know, I was probably only nervous for the for my for my debut, um, just because going from amateur to stepping in the ring on a professional, you know, scale. Yeah. And and that is the unknown because you've never been in it before. All you know is that the gloves have got literally no padding in them. You're against someone that really could come to lose, or if they really want to come to win, they'll beat you. But they can. Or they could potentially do that, so it was a bit of unknown. That was, I'd say, that's the only time I was nervous, but but not for not to come back. It's more excitement more than anything. Okay, that's what I think. I believe anyway. I, I think that I'm excited to get back in there and just get back to it. Really, sort of start where you left off. Yeah. So I mean, back in camp, you, you just come back from some was it warm weather training? You were you were saying. Yeah, so obviously, you know, with, with obviously the boxing season being, you know, so long and you can't really make plans. Al's been on holiday with his wife and he, you know, there was a chance for us to go out there. He said, oh, do you want to come out and, you know, we'll train and do some stuff out here, just change it up, change the scenery, you know, so you're not looking at the same gym walls every day. Yeah. Um, so he invited us out, out to Spain. So we, we stayed out there and, yeah, we stayed out there for about four or five days and, just yeah, just getting some different training in with a couple of other fighters from our gym. Um, yeah, and just yeah, just changing it up a bit and and doing different things. So I think eventually, sometimes in in camps, eventually you're going to need to do these sort of things and sort of change it up. And it was lovely because it wasn't you know four degrees or whatever outside. So yeah. it was being <laughs> generous. Yeah, it was just it was just nice to be yeah to to be in a different out of your comfort zone if you like doing stuff you're not you know you don't know what you're waking up to in the morning yeah it's nice and different changes it up a bit right so yeah so you're back in camp you've got it's probably about what seven eight eight weeks until until flight night yeah i think it's about seven weeks um what can we expect from you this year i mean when i first spoke to you i remember you one of the, the things you said and i was really impressed by this you're not um you know, I asked you what your goals were, and you were, you just said, "I'm just going to go one fight at a time, and and see where I get to." Um, so, what's your what's your kind of aim for 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 this? I won't say this part of your career, but what for, for this come this coming stage? What's your aim now? Well, you know, after getting March out of the way, and you know, coming through that, I'm just looking to again build on what I did. You know, last like at the end of like the start of last year when I boxed in March. Um, like I said, it was a bit of a breakthrough fight. It proved some things to me that I can take going forward into these into these fights now, um, and proved to me some things that I shouldn't be doing um, in these fight camps and things like that. But um, I think to the end of the year, you know, Al wants me back. You know. Once you're back, I'm looking to probably fight four, maybe even five times this year before it's out. Um, 
But really, to be in, you know, after the, you get another couple of fights out of the way, to be in some 50-50s, I think, yeah. Um, because, listen, like I, I, yeah, like I said to you when I, when I first spoke to you, like I'm, I'm taking one fight as, at a time because I didn't have this whole amateur set up. You know, I didn't box 100 times. I didn't even box 20 times in the amateur. Um, so you're always going to be playing catch-up with the people that had a more, you know, a more extensive career in in the amateurs. Yeah. But, um, but you know, I never came into here to, you know, fight easy fights, get to 12-0 and 0 and then fight for a title. You know, I want to, you know, if you're, you know, four, five and oh, why not jump in with 50-50, you know, like, you know, I'm not actually with MTK. MTK have got some lightweights, like, you know, chuck us in together, you know what I mean? See see if they can step up to the plate, see if I can step up to the plate, you know, I, I just, I just looked to, yeah, looked at me in 50-50s because, you know, sometimes, you know, people don't win titles in the pros, but, you know, some people gain enough respect for people to go, you know what, that, you know, they were in good fights. Yeah, absolutely agree with that. You know, like, like talking about, you know, my teammate Richie, like him and, him and uh, Dwayne Grant, when they boxed, that was a great fight, like six yeah. rounder. You know, Richie was on the wrong end of the result, but it was just a great fight and people just, you know, still now we talk, you know, me and friends and Richie and, you know, other people talk about this and, you know, it was a good fight and it was entertaining. Just because he lost that, at the end of the day, I think that doesn't mean as much in boxing as some people think. I completely agree with you. Absolutely, 100%. We said it so many times, especially on the small hall scene, we would much rather see the the guys like at this at your stage of the career, you, you know, have you've got ten fights. I wouldn't even mind if there's a couple of losses on there if you fought through people. I mean, we see so many people that get to fifteen and another twenty and they they've never fought anybody that poses a challenge to them. And it's like, yeah, hey, well, who gets the most respect out of that? Yeah, no, like it's massive, really. When you think about it, like you know, my 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 teammate Idris Hill, he's fighting for the Southern Air title. And you look at his record; he's I think he's one eight drawn to and lost to. Yeah. But now he's fighting for Southern Area. He just always comes to fight. He's always, you know, I mean, he's boxed, he boxed um, Sanjeev Sahota for, in the Eliminator for that. Yeah. Um, then he boxed one of MTK's boys, like, you know, went in the away corner and got a draw there and stuff. And just, you know, people remember these sort of fighters, you know, and hopefully, well, well we believe that he's going to win the Southern Area title on 9th of March. But, like, like these sort of fighters, you know, like Mikey Saki holds the title. I mean, he's lost a couple of fights. Yep. You know, I don't think that losses mean anything in this sport, really. Uh, you know, look at, I mean, you look at people like Manny Pacquiao, he's, you know, eight eight weight world champion or whatever. Yeah. Regardless what, whether you think, you know, he might have been a bit doing some dodgy stuff during <laughs> his career, um, like some people do. Like, look how many times he's lost. I mean, you got knocked out by Marquez and he's still, you know, he's fighting Broner this weekend for a, for a world title again. So it's like, I don't think it means anything, but I think, I think people aren't applauded enough for sometimes stepping into these fights. Yeah. Or stepping up to 50-50s. You know, I'm not talking about like, sort of like Canelo, Rocky Fielding sort of thing, you know, like, but like these 50-50 sort of fights where people, you know, Step up, like I think that like, one fighter who has done it lately, um, Sam Gilly fought Ryan Toms. 
Yeah. And he said, well, if I can't do it now, then then what's the point? Like, yeah. What am I doing this for? So, you know, people stepping up into them sort of fights, regardless whether they win or lose, I don't think that people are, yeah, that people are, um, like, commended enough for, for what, they, what they're doing. So, um, but, yeah, so I, I just don't think that, yeah, I think this sport you should be commended when you're stepping up for these sort of challenges. Um, but, yeah, that's what I'd say for this year for me, like, 50-50s, I want, that's what I want, really. Because once you step up to six-rounders, you don't want to be, you know, fighting journeyman for, for ages. Like, who are you going to be known as a journeyman beater? Yeah. It's just, I think sometimes, you know, if people are happy with that, then, you know, I don't really know why you're here, like why you're in the sport. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's not, that's not, like, you know, that's not degrading any boxer because, you know, this sport's hard enough anyway, fighting who we have to fight. Um, but yeah, but yeah, fifty-fifties definitely. I think we should see a lot more of it on the small hall scene as well. To be honest, I feel like because there is so much boxing around now, um, even the small hall shows, even just in and around like London and, and the areas where we are, there are so many shows now where I, I feel like people are going to have to start doing it to make to make people want to go more. I remember um, I said I was, I was listening back to our last interview um, this week, and it was before. I think it was before one of your shows. It might have been the, the second flight. And I think there were seven other sh- small shows on on that night. And it was mental. We were talking about the difficulty in picking up Jamie to go to the to get the matchmaker's uh, job done. And I just feel like now we're getting to the point where fans are getting so drawn by where they want to go and what they want to see. We're going to have to start seeing fighters fight each other to generate the interest to get people to these cards. So I'm really hoping that that's, that's what's going to happen in 2019. Yeah, I think I think you're seeing more of it. Like you know, like another another fight that you know that's happening just before mine is 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 um, my mate Taylor Jones versus uh, Linus. Yeah, you know, both of the pair of them. You know, Taylor could have gone. No, do you know what? I'm going to wait for an English shot yeah. or an English eliminator, which I think their fight is now anyway. But like you know, Linus could have gone. Well, I'm just going to go my own way, and Taylor could have gone. No, I'm just going to go my own way. But I think you know, yeah, they should be commended as well, jumping in there. Absolutely. You know, I know, I know that they, they had injury and that, and he pulled out. But you know, they wouldn't have re, rescheduled the fight if he was really running from it. Do you know what I mean? So, for them to be getting in there and doing that at such an early stage, I don't think you see enough of it. But now, I think, I think now you're gonna, like you said, you're gonna have to see more, especially with how many shows there are. Yeah. You know, like Goodwin's got a show the same night as MTK when I'm fighting, and. You know, these. I think you're gonna to have to see a lot more of this because eventually the fighters do dry up. And yeah, there was. I think yeah, there's so many shows going on at so many different times, up and down the country. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's just in this country. You know, if you have you know a couple of cards in Spain or something, and they use the similar sort of journeyman that we do over here, then it's taking a lot, a lot of journeymen out of the pool for. Yeah, for these fights. So, um, yeah, I think we are. Hopefully, we are going to see more of that. And I want to see more of that as well because you know, when we do go to these small hall shows, you know, to support our mates and stuff, you want to see fifty fifty. You don't want to go there knowing the the result, but just not knowing 
how the result's going to come about. Yeah. You 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 want to go there with a sense of you know that excitement, but at the same time you're absolutely dreading it because you're thinking, oh my god, you know my mates up up against it here, like you never really know what's going to happen, which is how I'm going to feel when I go watch Tay and Tay and Linus. Yeah, <laughs> a week before mine, but, uh, but you know, yeah, just yeah, I think I think you should. Hopefully, we're going to see a lot more fifty fifties, and I think we should do now. I think once you start hitting these sort of five and O's, six and O's, why not? Chuck him in with someone who's sort of the same record and, and doing similar. You know, I think MTK have got uh, Robin, Robinson versus Phillips, I think. One of them's four, uh, Robinson's 4 and 0, and then Phillips is like 1 5 and, and lost 1. And you think, well, that's, that's actually a, a really decent sort of matchup, really, when you think about it. But, um,. But yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we are going to see a lot more fifty-fifties, and I believe we will. I think promoters, there's going to be that demand for it now. I think you've seen a lot of people now not want to be going to watch sixteen fights that are all, you know, home fighter versus away fighter instead of sort of neutral. I agree with that completely. So yeah, let's hope that over the rest of the year that that's the sort of thing we get, and hopefully we get that from yourself as well as if that's what you're you're kind of targeting. Yeah, I mean, listen, we the fighters, you know, we do have to listen to our managers and our coaches as well. But you know, we have a we have a certain amount of input we can, you know, sort of say. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, and me and Al already sort of spoke about this, and Al said, was you know, as soon as we're sort of back and fighting again, it won't be long before these fights. You know, just you know, really, we have to start pushing up the levels, and it's like, well, you know. Fight, I like to hear that. I mean, yeah. So, well, then here's the 2019 and you pushing up the levels, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, like I said, I just want to be in, you know, fan-friendly fights. You know, and I know that, you know, some fans they just want to see a, a war. And, you know, sometimes you get that. I mean, I've been told by my friends not to have any more after me and Josh sort of. Had a look, had a few bits of trading in it last year. And yeah, my friends didn't like that too much, but a lot of other people just, you know, like like seeing that. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm looking looking forward to the future and not knowing what's going to happen is always quite fun as well. I can imagine. Right. Well, I won't keep you much longer. So, um, thanks very much for for coming back on and giving us a bit of. Um, I wouldn't even say explanation because you didn't own on an explanation, but um, a bit of insight as, as to you know why you kind of left the sport, um, reasons for coming back. It's been really, really interesting to hear from yourself about why that, how it's come about, and obviously your feelings towards the sport at, at the times. So uh, yeah, thanks for that time today. It's been brilliant. No, that's alright. You're welcome. I'm always, like I said, I'm straight talking, so I'm always, I always answer the questions as as good as I can when I'm when I'm asking. So. Um, and like I said, it's good. Yeah, it's good to let people know sort of why, because a lot of people didn't know why, you know. And I wasn't at that time happy to talk about it, as you yeah. know, as you can imagine, or anyone can imagine, sort of going through things like that, and you know, losing people, you know, you love and that have been an influence. It's not always always easy about opening up about them things. So, um, but yeah, you know, a lot of people didn't know, but. Uh, Obviously, I've done a few things since then that people do now now know, and they go, oh, "Okay, you know what? We can understand that." Um, but yeah, like you said, I don't, I didn't owe anyone an explanation for it, but you know, 
for people that you know do support me i guess i felt that they should sort of know the reason why yeah um but yeah always always have to talk about it so well like i said thank you very much for your time today we'll um i'm sure we'll be at the mtk card in march one of our team will be and um we'll definitely try and catch up with you again in the near future yeah yeah before on the night or slightly after we'll definitely catch up with you again soon lewis yeah i was always happy to talk to you, to talk to you. Brilliant. thank you very much for today <laughs> and thanks for joining us on beyond the ropes